On this episode, we sit down with Jet Kaiser, DP for Appian Media, and talk about the power of good storytelling and how marrying that with stunning visuals can create an addictive piece of content. Welcome to Inroads, where we talk about the why of Appian Media and how you can use the technology of today to spread the timeless message of the Bible. Learn more about us and watch our free video series at appianmedia.org. Jet, welcome. This is exciting that you're here. Craig, it's also exciting I'm, that you're here. You're, I'm, I'm excited. You're here all the Jet time, here, though. But yeah, no, this is this is a big deal. So, so first, tell us a little bit about yourself. Oh, man. I mean, you're married, so don't. It's not not dating. Oh, right? okay. So, so this is no no long walks on the beach or anything like that. It's just I do enjoy professionally that. keep it professional. Keep it. That's very hard for me. You know that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm Jack Kaiser. Uh, I was had the fortune to work as a DP uh, so far with uh, the bigger Appian Media projects, uh, but I got my start in the video industry uh, shooting weddings. Actually, uh, when you're a corn-fed Hoosier uh, growing up with an interest in video. It's like, well, uh, what do you do? You can either move to the West Coast and try to make it big, or you can start shooting friends' weddings, and that's exactly what I started doing. So, And he's really, really good at it. I'm going to throw that out <laughs> Being there. Being a corn-fed Hoosier or? This guy's wedding videos, stellar, stellar work. I almost want to get like married again to my wife so that we can hire him that's to actually get it. We yeah. do vow renewals as well. Oh, yeah, done. Yeah. done. No divorce videos yet. So. <laughs> but, but yeah, but over the years, you know, we – we started, people started asking, well, do you do commercials too? And it's like, well, I can, but I don't. And so we created another brand to do commercial works on her. And now actually we're doing way more commercial corporate stuff than weddings. So that's really how we spend most of our time. And when I say we, I'm talking about my wife, Danny and I, it's a husband and wife business. Yeah. So that's, that's great. So when we talk about storytelling, uh, and I know you and I have had lots of conversations about storytelling and the importance of it. You know, why does it matter? Why is storytelling important to not only what we do at Appian Media, but just in general? Why is storytelling matter? Well, hasn't mankind always been interested in, in telling stories? Uh, so no matter what it is, no matter if we're talking about Appian Media or wedding videos or commercials, I believe that story is the ultimate element of creating compelling content. You can have the best camera in the world, you have beautiful actors that arrive on time, but if you have no story, yeah, it's empty. It's yeah. absolutely empty. Yeah. And you can never use technology in the place of story because it only gets you so far down the road. Yeah. And I, I totally agree with you. Like this is how mankind has been sharing information yep. from the beginning. Storytelling, you know, before there was written language, before we were able to communicate in that way, we passed things along generationally, mm -hmm. families sharing their traditions. Storytelling is still potent and powerful. And we read about that in the Bible when God instructs the Israelites to pass down the stories about them being rescued out of Egypt and yep. other things. 
uh, through the generations to their kids and then their kids pass it down to their kids. And so it's a, it's a powerful tool. Yeah. yeah. But the tools change. Uh, oh, yeah. The tools change, but story remains. And yeah. That's, and we never want to lose sight of the story because when you start to lose the story uh, or forget about it amongst all the different tools, you've already... You've already been defeated. <laughs> Hollywood, anyone. Right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Where you, you're like, clearly they were just trying out a new computer animation technique here. Uh-huh. Uh, clearly they were just trying to show off the actor's yep. you know, ability here. And they, uh, they, you can see right through the story, it. Yeah, right story through. gets right through uh, yeah. not what it should. And yeah. it's, yeah, it's hard to see. So, so talking about the changing tools, because you're right, the tools do change in this industry, especially at the moment is is changing really fast. We're going from what we saw 40, 50 years ago where cameras were expensive and uh, lighting equipment was expensive. And like we will talk about Hollywood is the gatekeeper for a lot of content to a day and time where you can go out to your big box store and buy a camera and you can put your stuff on YouTube. How is the industry changing? And then how does story still fall into that and make a difference? Mm -hmm. It's funny because uh, when I got in the video industry, like 15 years ago, I used the word or term Hollywood as like a far off distant thing that we could never grab. Mm -hmm. But what has changed over the the course of the last 15 years is the technology has been uh, enhanced so much that now we can do, we, yes. us little guys in Indiana, mm-hmm. could do the same thing that Hollywood can do. Hollywood's come to us, right? Like, yeah, that's right. We have the power of Hollywood now. So uh, that enables us to not just allow Hollywood to set the pace, but we have the power now to choose what Hollywood is. And I think the more we go forward, the more that's going to happen. The power comes back to the the real people rather than the corporate world. I'm so excited to be part of that movement. Uh, story is so important. Uh, one of my bigger commercial clients, we shot his wedding back in 2011. And, you know, he, he watched this video. He's like, oh, yeah, wedding videographer, whatever. He watched this video and he was amazed with how that, that video or that story was created really right, right under his nose. This is his wedding you're talking about. This is a wedding. Yeah. So after he got his wedding video, he said, Hey, I have a couple businesses. Can you make some commercials for me? Cause he saw something special that he wasn't getting from Hollywood mm-hmm. because the, the, it was all the, the smoke and mirrors. Mm-hmm. And I, what I, we gave him was something real. He yeah. wanted to have the realness that he wasn't getting from Hollywood. Right. He was wanting somebody, if, if I'm understanding you correctly, he was wanting someone who could do more than just set the gear up and hit the record button, but he was looking for a storyteller, right? He was looking for someone who not only knew how to use the tools, but knew how to tell a compelling story. And because story has depth to it, it should have depth to it. When all your your bells and whistles of technology, yeah, it, it enables the story to be created and preserved. But story can be as deep 
as you as you want it to be. And really, the deeper it is, the more compelling the content is. So, yeah. Uh, and and you, the, the content has to be compelling. And we're seeing a lot on YouTube of people who have great equipment. And, and honestly, they have a talent for using that equipment, mm -hmm. you know, cameras, drones, lighting, all that stuff. But yet the story is still lacking. And you can kind of when you look at a video on YouTube or on wherever you name it, you can kind of tell if it's going to be engaging and a good story. And then you can kind of tell if it's not going to be pretty quickly. And, you know, I think of specifically the, you know, it's really flashy and fast edits and the music maybe is really, really fast paced and they've got beautiful shots, but there isn't much substance below the surface. And, you know, I think that, you know, you guys correct me if I'm wrong, that there's a lot of that out there and that's creating a lot of noise for the industry. It is noise. It's it's visual pollution is yeah. what it is. Yeah. And I get it. You know, sometimes you only have a few seconds to mm -hmm. sell a product or whatever. So smoke and mirrors and, and bells and whistles will get you there. But if you have a, a platform where you have the element of time and someone is willing to give you some of their time to sit down and say, entertain me or tell me a story or change my mind. That's really where where we shine is if you're willing to listen to story, we'll deliver it. And that's often the biggest issue isn't necessarily that stories not being told is that people nowadays aren't often even willing to sit and listen mm -hmm. to a story, which is why people aren't even opening their Bibles nowadays. Yeah, it's a story book, but. You know, people don't read their Bibles as much as they could or should. It takes time and it takes you dedicating the – making the effort and dedicating the time to, yeah. to do and, that and, stuff. Yeah. And, you know, call it Hollywood or whatever, but yeah. there is a lot of noise. Yeah. And, and the problem is it's like junk food. It's yeah, – you know, we true. love to have a, a, a Snickers bar or whatever – or an ice cream cone. But if you eat ice cream for every meal, your body's going <laughs> to yeah. start to, uh, you know, rebel. Yeah. Um, it's the same way with junk food, TV and movies and music. You, you don't think, want a plate full of that. You think right? you're right. getting full. Right. You have the sensation of full, but you're getting fit and fat and your teeth are rotting out. Yeah. Does the same thing with your brain with, with bad content. Right. And, and you think about what people have done, even with the Bible story, which is rich mm -hmm. and compelling is they think if we just strip all that out and, and I mean, you look at specifically what Hollywood has done to biblical stories, right? Christian Bale with the Exodus movie, right? They stripped out the heart of it. Yeah. Thinking that, that moviegoers are only really interested in the the, the bells, and whistles bells and whistles with the action sequences and the special effects. No, the the Bible has the most compelling stories to tell. Uh, Don't know, let the the tools and the and the special effects distract from it. And I think when as we've created these two series, Following the Messiah and Searching for a King, we've realized that even more than maybe we realized before that man, you read the story of David and Goliath in its entirety, that is as much an action story as anything you're going to find. And I mean, those stories are throughout the Bible. And if people really stopped and 
chewed on those stories, yeah. they would be like, wow, this is way better than anything Hollywood can put out oh, there. Oh, the, the political intrigue, right? It's not just like David transitioning into Solomon. There's there's people trying to usurp the throne and exactly. there's betrayals going on. Yeah. And if people would just take the time to invest yeah. in that. And, and what we're trying to do with Appian Media is, yes, we're trying to attract them or get their attention with quality crafted video, but we're, we're trying to get them reinvested in these compelling stories. Yep, absolutely. And I proclaim too, because we worked on some projects together and David and Goliath was one of the stories that we tried to bring to life. Yeah. But I still, when I open up my paper bound Bible and I read the full story, I'm, I'm more compelled than Anything I've ever seen on screen that relates to that story, there's something about just how it's written and preserved for us. Yeah. So, you know, we're not trying to be a distraction to that, but we're where the people are. The people are, you know, they're always looking at a screen. If we can take that and say, here's something worthwhile. Here's something that's going to benefit you now, the rest of your life, and then the life to come. So. It's all about getting people back to the word and not replacing it. Right. And we did that with the Valley of Elah. You remember? We got it's, Barry and Jeremy in the valley. And what did we have them do? We had them open it. the word read and read it. That's right. And it was emotional. Yes. Yeah. And I think we all can sit here and say that we look at the Bible in a new light after seeing some of these places. And it's powerful and it's emotional. And I know that there are passages that I, I read in the Bible that I'm like, I don't have the same feelings as I used to have. And I think that's kind of in a little way what we're trying to do with everybody that watches Appian Media's content is change the way they view some of these places. So, so I want to talk a little bit about social media because that has a huge impact on storytelling and, and honestly, just the industry as a whole. How has social media changed your business and how do you think social media has impacted what Appian Media is doing? <laughs> Actually, I just got back. Danny and I, were we shot a wedding on Cape Cod. And I don't know how many times during that trip you hear somebody says, where are you guys from? You don't sound like us with the Boston accents or whatever. It's like, well, from Indiana. They flew us in. We're going back tomorrow. Like, how did they find you? And sometimes I never know how to even answer that because the power of the Internet enables me um, sitting in, in Greencastle, Indiana, and I can have people fly me to the coast all the time for work. Because if you make a, a good piece of content and you send it out uh, on the internet, you never know who's going to watch it. So that's the power of the internet mm-hmm. is it, it is an outlet. It, it enables us to you know, send our projects out. Mm-hmm. When I first got in the, the wedding video industry, I had a stack of DVDs at my desk. Someone through the website, they couldn't watch our work on the website because this was pre-YouTube. And so <laughs> wrap your brain you, around that one. I'm yeah. selling a product that you can't see unless I mail really? it to you. Wow. <laughs> that wow. was horrible. Remember, that's but yeah. humble beginnings. It makes yeah. thankful for the technology that exists today. There's no excuse to not have your content in mm-hmm. front of people anymore. I'm so, yeah. so grateful to have that. And in a certain way, I look back at the old cutting room floors and the dark rooms and all these crazy things that people had to do to make content. Yeah. And now I just, 
I have a camera, reusable media. That's amazing. And once you buy a camera, it, it can g- give you thousands and thousands of dollars worth of work. The technology is amazing, but you know the internet, social media. If you make a good product for someone, a business or a bride and groom, what do they do with it? They don't keep it to themselves. They share it. Yeah. And they share it with the world. And yeah. sometimes, you know, I'm friends with brides and grooms that we've worked with and, you know, they share your wedding video. So, you know, you go look at the comments and think, what are people saying about our work or whatever? But then you'll, you'll see the same person inquire because they're getting married next year or someone that, that sees a video on Facebook and they say, hey, I w- I'm a dentist or whatever. Yeah. I need commercial stuff too. It's It's absolutely amazing what's before us. Yeah. I mean, really, the stage is set for Christians to use these things. You know, YouTube has been created. Use it. Yeah. Social media networks, they're changing, right? Some are, are going to the wayside. Some are taking their place, but they're there. Use them. And that's really what, what fired Stu and I up about this originally was uh, the tools are right in front of us. They're easily accessible. And the distribution methods are are right there in front of us. All we have to do is produce quality, biblically accurate content and and s- set it out on those roadways. And and not be afraid. Because I think there's a lot of fear in mm-hmm. that. Like, you know, we think about what uh, the transitions that a lot of churches are going through and like can we show video right, in our right, congregation? Right. <laughs> it's like it's a, it's 24 pictures a second with sound. Of course you can. Mm-hmm. You know, there's nothing wrong with it. So, uh, you know, I, I'm always trying to remove the fear from whatever situation is, whether it's on a set or, you know, for, for churches to take the plunge and, and decide that, you know what, we can put our sermons online. We, we can have Bible classes that, that show video. There's, there's just no reason not to. Yeah, no, it is. So, you know, we're going to take a quick break. Uh, when we come back, we're going to talk about what the recipe is for good storytelling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. give our audience a, a few tips about how they can produce some good story. But uh, we want to stop and take a break and talk about One Boat Rescue Boats. And we're thrilled to have them as a sponsor for this week's podcast. They're based in Athens, Alabama, and make multi-purpose rescue boats for fire departments military use and other public servants thanks to one boat rescue boats for sponsoring the inroads podcast visit their website at theoneboat.com you can also find more information about our sponsors in this episode's show notes so real quick in the few minutes that we have left let's talk about the recipe for a good story let's cook up something in jet's kitchen and you know how's appian media using that Sprinkle it with a little bit of shawarma spice. Absolutely. Some shawarma (laughs) spice in there. Lots Mm, of shawarma shawarma. spice. Uh, Yeah. Well, you know, I think what's maybe most important for us is is not to lose sight of the story that exists. It's not that we are creating the story to tell. The story is already there. Mm -hmm. It's already in our books. It's been there for 2000 years. You know, don't reinvent the wheel. So I think for us, when we're, we're telling stories about, you know, Bible people, I don't, I usually don't like to use the word Bible characters because we're going to talk about some, you know, fictional play. They're they're not characters. These are real people. Jesus is not a character that is portrayed in a Mm -hmm. storybook somewhere, but these are real stories. These are real events that happened. So it's really about turning the light, the spotlight on those people, Mm -hmm. giving them an opportunity 
for their stories to be told. I think that's the most important thing that we can do is to not let ourselves get in the way of the story yeah. and not lose sight of it. Yeah, no, I think you're absolutely right. And, you know, I think I'm, I'm always thankful for the fact that we, uh, we may be the content creators, we may be the ones that are doing the storytelling, but really it's not original content. No. We're, we're going straight to the pages of the Bible and sharing this with people through the medium that we know really well. Yeah, so. and doesn't that, that takes a huge weight off it of does. my shoulders, it does. right? You know, will this resonate with people? Well, as it's long as we do the thing people. justice, yeah. Yeah. we know that the gospel is the thing that will resonate with people. Absolutely. All we have to do is, is do our, our humble part to do that story justice. It's presenting it. And isn't that kind of what the gospel does, right? It takes the pressure off of you. When you say you're, when you're trying to evangelize and share the gospel, you don't have to have all the right things to say because you just have to let the gospel speak for you. Right. And if you can yeah. help someone say, here's a, in your Bible, or open up your Bible and say, here's a story of a man that died for you, that paid for your sins. All you have to do is point to that. It's not your story. Mm -hmm. It's right. not your gospel. It's the good news of Jesus Christ. So yeah. that for me as a storyteller in the visual world, when you're talking about, you know, Bible lands and, and trying to uh, tell stories of Bible people, just get, get out of the way of it. Yeah. yeah. Don't don't create a blockade, right? Right, and, and don't try to make it something that's not because it is compelling enough. You just need to highlight it. And I think that uh, God has created us with the ability to use our talents to uh, to compel people through the Bible. He's given us the creative ability. Mm -hmm. We need to use it to tell the story of the Bible. And uh, I think, you know, oftentimes it's easy to forget that, that uh, God's the ultimate creator and he created us and he gave us the ability to do this and tell these stories. And so I think that's what we need to do. So, uh, you know, lastly, I want us to talk a little bit about how we've harnessed that power to tell good stories, because that's what Appian Media is doing is we're, we're taking the Bible and we're using those good stories to harness power and, and, and share it with the world. So what do you think about that? I think about the story that we chose to tell first. Oh yeah, right. Right? That's Maybe story. that's a good way to start the discussion is we started with Jesus. Mm -hmm. And part of that, I'll just speak frankly, part of that was we didn't know at the beginning if this was the only thing we were going to get to that's do. That's true. Right? Right. We didn't know if the next year they would be funding for it. We didn't know what was... If, if we got one shot at this, <laughs> yeah. we want people to know Jesus. Yeah, absolutely. And that's... It's cliche, but there's no better way to say it. It is the greatest story ever told. Yeah. Because it's the thing that everyone needs to hear. Yeah, no, you're think I think you're absolutely right. So, and I think um, that was a good place to start. And that's hard. Man, the power of the story of Jesus, it doesn't get bigger than that. The love that he had for us. And it's, yeah, it's amazing. So we're kind of wrapping up. Anything else that you can think of in regards to storytelling Put this is going to be big. I'm going to put this on you. Leave our audience with something that they can take away with storytelling. Oh, man. You know, I guess I just go back to what we we're talking about is allow the Bible to speak for you. I was to say the Bible doesn't need you. Yeah. But it does need you to get it in front of people. So whatever avenue you have, whatever you're good at, you know, here we're doing a podcast. We're trying to get, get some messages out today. Wh whatever you are good at. Do it with all your might, and, and, but allow the Bible to, to speak. Allow the Bible to, to flow through you. I think that's it's very important. Don't be afraid. 
do not fear, that is the most common command that Jesus offered when he was on earth, is do not fear, do not be anxious. But yet we're so fear-ridden, we're fear-ridden right. people, right. right? And so do, don't be afraid. Get out there, go and do. Go and do. Yep. And allow the Bible uh, to, to speak for itself. Yeah, absolutely. Couldn't agree more. So we're going to wrap this one up. And Inroads is a production of Appy and Media. We're a nonprofit video production company that is 100% crowdfunded. So if you're interested in learning more about how you can support Appy and Media and watch our great free content, please visit our website. You can find us at appianmedia.org slash inroads. Jet. It's been good having you here. I think we're going to have you back for a Let's few more. Let's do this again. Oh, yeah. Let's do this again. <laughs> oh, wow, I didn't mess it so, up. Coming up next in our podcast, we're going to take a look, deep dive into the creative process for following the Messiah mm. specifically and kind of give people, pull back the curtain a little bit and give people a view of what it took to make following the Messiah because it's a, it's a pretty interesting story. So that's coming up on the next podcast for Inroads. <laughs>